Should I do it again? Do you think? Friend? You're the Palin brother. We're just we're just playing in your world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, this is actually your world. My world comes later. That's true. Mm. He's correct in that. Dang it! I couldn't get to the unmute button fast enough. <laughs> I was gonna make that joke. Feel the love. Feel the love. Sometimes it feels like a dagger in the back, but it's all love. I just shout, this is an innocent creature. Everyone stand behind me. Well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. So. Adrian, no I'm already one. going. Team extreme. Yeah. dare say there isn't much prey bigger than this. There is prey. always something bigger. Chapter 274 The Return of the King Okay. So in the last episode we had wrapped up Arlen's tale and he had acquired the Staff of Neilon. And Owen, what do, what do you think about the Staff of Neilon? I think it's super duper cool. I can cast a whole bunch of new spells through it. Yeah, and and not ex- you know expend your spell slots doing it, and free of charge. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, it's it's a, a definite bargain. And uh, luckily, no one had died. Although Cotter made a good attempt at that. Uh, although the, that still brings out the question: Will the sepia versions of you die, or will? All you know, the whole of you die if the sepia version dies in one of these alternate realities. So that's going to be an interesting question. We still haven't answered that one. I volunteer Arlen. Well, he he volunteers himself most of the time. Yes. Um, I I know I do not volunteer myself. It just kind of happens. So that's, you're voluntold. Yeah, we we, I mean, we all step I mean, back, leaving you there. Yeah. Arlen's the only one who's gone through the process already, though. So we might want to wait for someone for it to be someone else's turn. Like, do someone who hasn't lived already, you know? I volunteer the ranger. Well, the first person to die, I think, was Adri. No one got close. This time? No, but in, in the game. Yeah. Um, and then... I, I just, in sheer numbers, of course, Arlen wins. And then uh, our lovely... I'm the only person who's... Trying. I win? Yeah. yeah. I finally win? Well, that's because you had your protege blow up instead of you. That kind of is cheating. We're not talking about that. Whoa, we're talking about that. It is not polite to speak of the dead. She's alive. She's alive. I would say burn, but that's yeah. true. Anyway, so uh, yes, you were successful in getting the first of the items that you needed, the Staff of Neilon. And then you stepped or did the uh, incantation to appear or to return to where you're supposed to go. And where did you end up, Owen? Not back at the Tabaxi library. I ended up in a different place. Yes. Wow. Yes. Um, That's that's what sorcerer speak for. He doesn't remember. (laughs) What? I have no memory of this place. Come on, pull a Gandalf. I had no um, idea that Arlen learned thieves can't. A sorcerer doesn't forget; it merely remembers what he wishes, or something like that. That—that's a Merlin quote right there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you appeared next to Cotter in his reality. I appeared reality. next to Cotter, <laughs> and uh, we're surprised to see that. Yes, uh, Cotter um, 
uh, was fully toned, and so were you, and you were clutching the staff of Neilon. And uh, so apparently you're going to all end up in Cotter's reality at the end of this. So that's very interesting. Cotter anyway. always looks fully toned. <laughs> so well. we... Uh, how, how are we telling the sepia-toned Cotter Be- and the well, real one apart exactly? One's less beige. Be- beige is a tone. Yeah, beige one, one is, is a tone. Le- less beige. <laughs> hey, Matt, but don't strike that tone. It's the beige. One looks, but if you hit him in the head beige. hard enough, then it's a ring tone. Mm. One looks a little more normal. I don't I think you worn, can apply that word to, to Cotter. I haven't worn... You keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. More average. What are you, what are you doing there, Cotter? <laughs> Oh, I, I, I'm saying I haven't worn plate, uh, worn chain in a while, though. I've moved on from ring tone. Uh, I'm now plate tone. Okay, well, this is getting pretty far afield, so we better stop all our head. I won't ask mm. too late, but anyways, we better stop. So, yeah, so we um, then rejoined Craval in his quest. So after, after uh, Cotter had been joined by Arlen, um, all of a sudden, we cut over to Craval. And Craval, you step through your portal, and all of the other companions step through their step with it. But once again, they're all sort of sepia toned and they seem kind of distant when they speak and so forth. And you find yourself on the shoreline of a tropical island. And it's one that you um, recognize. You feel that you're not too far away from the stockade of the great hunter that everybody hates so much. Obviously, he's not here anymore because he you know, took his prizes and left. Mm-hmm. But you kind of feel like you are not too far from there. It, 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 this part of the island seems very familiar. So you seem to be back on the Monarch of the Seas island. And I, I'm not in monotone. I'm actually full on Craval, right? Yes. All right. Um, looking around and... I guess for me, the first time being in full color, but seeing everyone's sepia, I think the first thing I would do just out of instinct would be to send out a pulse uh, of awareness. Well, before we get to that far, something interesting has happened in the in-between times. You all leveled up. What? What? No one told me this. Yes, you did. You you got an email on it, I'm sure. (laughs) Anyway, so why don't we go around and go and list the level ups that we have achieved here so melanie why don't you start us off with jade claw what happened to you at 16 at 16 yeah sweet 16 yep i went up to 141 hit points uh full as many as i could get uh i switched out one of my spells and got hail of thorns instead of good berry and uh, i took the resilient feat so now i have proficiency in constitution saving throws Oh, okay. Which I need. But yeah, the, the, you do seem to be tripped up by that, by that a lot. So fantastic. And Craval, what happened with uh, with you there? Uh, actually, a, a lot. Um, I just found out that I don't have the highest hit points anymore. Melanie now beats me by one. Wow. <laughs> so I have 140. Um, I decided to continue on with the multi-classing. I took a level of monk. Wow. Mm, I've um, been showing you. Stop. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, if you're not live enough for it anyway. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, the, I love no. how like the entire table just like rolled with that. Like, yeah, that's a totally reasonable throw thing. To do. <laughs> hey, we're bros. I might teach him how to throw a punch. No, uh, I did. Adrian, I did do the bro thing. Um, I took another level of paladin. Oh, um, get it, pal, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, this uh, 
it's actually opened up quite a bit. Um, I have more lay on hands, so now I can do ten. One for you, two for her, that type of thing. Three for him. Um, exactly. I got a fighting style. Um, I and got. What is your fighting style? I'm not sure if you're going to let me have this, even though it is in a book. So I actually wasn't sure, and I didn't want to do what like the average thing. So I kind of, from no on, and seeing some of his weaknesses, and I hope this isn't a meta thing, Kraval now has blind fighting. Okay. So for a range of 10 feet, invisible or not, in darkness or not, I can still see. Neat. So well, that sounds like a very Nuada thing to. I kind of thought yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. that's um, perfect with the darkness spells. Exactly. Um, so even if he's in, if he can't. I mean, he won't be doing the third. He won't be doing the uh, eagle eye like Adri can do. But at least he won't be totally blind from now on. Um, and probably the most impressive thing is that I got an eighth level spell slot, but not an eighth level spell, because that's how the spell slots work with multiclassing. So at least I can power something up to eighth level. Interesting. And I uh, gained the funnest thing from a paladin class. I got the ability to smite if I want to. Oh, very good. That so that that, that has been a great friend. You have you have a bunch of spell slots from being a cleric that you can use to smite. Right? Correct. Um, I did. Be, I, it took me a while. I was thinking about this, and I actually had to go back and look at some um, Wizards of the Coast posts about this, about using spell slots for other things and other classes. And it was written down that yes, any spell slot can activate a paladin smite if you are a paladin. So. Um, that last fight. So you what, could use that eighth level spell slot that you don't have a spell for. No, mm. I can't because I read it a couple times. I can only, and so, and same for Bryce, if it was rolls reversed, I can only smite up to a fifth level. That's right. So six, seven, eight, no, but I probably could cash it in to cast the max level smite. Mm-hmm. So that type yeah. of thing. But uh, yeah, it, it, uh, the last fight really clued in that occasionally when Kaval does need to hit, he really needs to hit harder than for 1d10. <laughs> so that that's what Kaval got. Very good. Okay, and then Bryce, speaking of Cotter, why don't you tell us what Cotter got at 16? Cotter did a lot simpler than that. <laughs> he uh, gained six hit points, bringing up to 133. And then his... Um, Ability score improvement went into strength, giving him a plus four. Wow. So now his long, his uh, flame tongue longsword is a plus nine to hit. The plus one warhammer is a plus ten to hit. Uh, he's better at hitting things, better at carrying things. Just better than last level. Nice. Still better at hitting things. And then Owen, why don't you tell us about Arlen? So um, I also have a very simple level up. Um, nothing super cool happens on this level. Um, I gained eight more hit points, giving me 131, which is also a ridiculous concept to me. <laughs> and I raised my, um, charisma by two more, giving me a charisma of 20. So without which that gives necklace, a... you'd have what, 40, 45, something like that? Yeah, something around there. Um, so I have a charisma of 20, which gives me an extra plus one to all of my spellcasting stuff and my DC. And that's really all there is on level 16 for me. Nice. So we've got a couple of people maxing out their stats. I have a question. What spell did you pick up? I didn't get a new spell. Oh, you don't you don't get them every spell or every level? Um You sh- you should. I should hold Pretty on much one second. Spell, yeah. Pause, please. Yeah, uh, did... this recording was not done in front of a live audience. Pausing. Thank, thank for... goodness. 
pausing. Brought to you by oh, no, Unprepared never Player. It says from 15 to 16, you, you know 14 spells. Yeah. So you're, you're right. He's oh. right. You're wrong. Yeah. Okay. Did you swap a spell out? I have not swapped a spell. Um, however, we might swap a spell. I don't think I need to swap a spell. I'm just thinking poison spray. You know, it was I was considering it for like, I don't know, 16 levels. Um, but, you know, I really think it's a horrible idea. So <laughs> um, all the spells that I have right now are good and I've used them all. So I don't think I'm going to swap any out. You go, dog. Very good. Okay. And then, Matt, why don't you tell us what happened with Sorzok? Well, Sorzok got seven more hit points, yay. But something interesting. Normally, those red eyes are now an icy blue. And my visage seems more pleasant to look upon. And what else that entails? We'll just have to wait and find out. Yes. Very good. And then, <laughs> Jesse, why don't you tell us about Adrian? Um, so not a lot of interesting stuff happening for me because I just leveled up in Rogue. Um, at level two as a Rogue, you get uh, Cunning Action, which basically is an exact overlap of what I get to do with my key points anyways. Um, <laughs> but but I get free. to do them for free instead of for key yeah. points, and it adds the hide action, which is pretty cool. So you can or use the key points action. for punching. Yeah, um, which is nice. Um, so new bonus action option uh i also increased my decks to 20 um and i have 103 <laughs> hit points now had to increase the decks to 20 did you yes yep indeed because when you want to hit you want to hit no want to hit i'm gonna do that no I, hit. if i crit i'm gonna do that okay good it's your theme music no water crit do, 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 do. Okay, anyway, so that's uh, where we ended up there with the uh, level up. And uh, did, did anyone think we were ever going to get to 16th level no. when we first started this thing? Well, you never said what level we were going to, so yeah. I didn't know if we were going to 8th level or 4th level. I didn't know we were going to make 16th five Anything. months ago when yeah. we were last here. It yeah. seems. <laughs> okay, anyway, so uh, back to the uh, shoreline of the tropical uh, island there. Um, you've all stepped through, and you are going to do something there, Craval. I'm after a weapon. No, no, but you're going to like send out a pulse or something. Oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> the, the gray hair and the blonde hair combines and make me senile sometimes. Uh, yes, I was going to do Divine Sense, since I think this would be Craval's first time of seeing himself as himself, but everyone else like a brown ghost, just mm -hmm. to make sure his teammates aren't dead and he doesn't have to go kill Galchabar. Yep. So just a <laughs> Divine Pulse goes out and quietly. what does that detect? Uh, it detects undead, fiends, and what else is it? Oh, paladin, greater than me. Um, aberrations. Let me check. Yeah, I know it's. Uh, I'm checking for undead. So I'm just making okay. sure they're still alive. Mm -hmm. But it's. Uh, I know it's fiends, undead. I think they. <sighs> I was just teasing somebody else about not being prepared. Do, Thanks, do, Mr. Do, DM. Do, 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 do. Yeah, but I just. Yep. Divine Sense. Here we go. Celestial Fiend or Undead within 60 feet of you that is not behind total cover. Celestial Fiends that are Undead, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So um, you send out the pulls, and you're used to getting kind of a little ping back of, of Fiend mm -hmm. from uh, Sorzok. 
but it's interesting when you do it this time it seems celestial instead mm-hmm so it had a different feel to it but is that the only thing I pick up that's about the only thing you pick up okay just gonna kind of look at Sorzok just kind of catch his eye and raise an eyebrow raise a scaled eyebrow letting him know that I'm Kind of feel something weird about you, <laughs> but I'm not going to bring it up because he hasn't brought it up. But um, since we're all here, um, he'll address his war party and just ask, is everybody okay? I'm well. In fact, you all feel 100% fine, um, especially considering the the uh, drubbing you, you got there at the hands of the aberrations just a short few minutes ago, as far as you can tell. Um, yeah, you you feel 100%. Couldn't be better. Okay. So, take a look around. I obviously have no actually, idea where I'm supposed to go. <laughs> everybody roll for me. Perception, please. Adrian doesn't even need to roll. Well, technically, actually, this Craval. Owen and Bryce don't need to do that. Just the, the people that are here in the room. Oh. I'm on... I it. rolled a nat 20, though. I also rolled very high. <laughs> <laughs> I, got I, rolled, a, I rolled a 1, but I got a 14. Oh, I got a 20. Ha! I rolled oh, a wait, 1 no, and got on, sorry, a 14. I have advantage. <laughs> uh, Did you use a luck 21. point? No, I have advantage on perception. Oh, okay. <laughs> what did you get? 20. Uh, 21? 8 plus 13. Yeah, 21. 21. Just one more 21. than me. She's a teacher, so she has to show her work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 27. What? <laughs> <laughs> and, and what'd you get there, Jade? Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. So, um, <laughs> you know, you're you're questing around with your your uh, senses there, trying to see if there's any undead or anything. But what you do notice is that there's something poking you in the elbow, and you look down, and it's a sheaf of uh, pages, and you realize, oh yeah, that's that group of pages I grabbed out of the chest in the floating ziggurat when we were facing off against those bronze constructs. Oh, they came with. Handful of paper. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so yeah, you all seem to have a handful of papers in there. Okay. Um, can I just pull mine out and look at them real quick since yeah. we're not being attacked? <laughs> and yeah, since since you finally get a chance to, to, to do a notice there, you all uh, start looking through, and most of the stuff is just... Um, Routine annotations of you know life inside the ziggurat. There's a lot of inventory and, and things like that, schedules and, and duty rosters and so forth and so on. But there is an interesting thing in, um, in four of the different packets. So once again, everybody in the room here, roll for me a D4. So, Jade? Four. One. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Four. Oh. We've already got a four, so we'll have to get another number. Two. Two it is. Can you hand that down to him? And you three. Get number three. So yeah, there is a little passage that you are able to glean through, uh, gather, you know, going and skimming through it really quick to see what it is. Hmm. What does the number one say? Year one, month two, day thirteen. After a long trek, we have arrived. Nothing is left for us in Camp Mango. Magno? Magno? Campo Magno. In Camp Mango. <laughs> yes, Camp Mango. Camp Sounds fruity. Yes. Campo yeah, Magno. It, there's no O. It just says Camp yeah. Magno. Okay. The other mages have ruined it with their wars. All is in ruin, and the masters 
which is like a proper noun, have declared that they will have that they will have no part in it. We will re- retreat past the great gate and quit this kingdom. After ten days of hard work, we have created an edifice for our studies. It's an arcane wonder. It was also the life's work of Allison. Allenson, Allen, Allenson. Allenson. Allenson, as he died. What? As he died soon after, his life's energy spent creating this marvel. Number two. Year fourteen, month four, day two. The arcane temple has become a wonder. We have achieved more than our predecessors could have ever imagined in a shorter time than could be believed. We received pilgrims, our first ever. They report Campo Magno is ruined, so our retreat here seems like a proper move. They did possess a great surprise. They carried the staff of Neilon, which they brought to us for safekeeping as there is no one left in Campo Magno with the skill to wield it safely. We accepted the honor with great reverence. We will secret it away and study its great power. Year 182, month one, day one. We have lost another master to age and time. There are no fewer of us left than those that have passed. Never again did we see another pilgrim. Even the traders seem to have forgotten we exist in this remote corner of the wasteland beyond the Great Gate. Our derivations have shown us that despite the valley being ruined, life still clings to the periphery of the Campo Magno. We can only assume that we have been forgotten, as was perhaps our goal in coming here. This is just as well, we thought, as visitors would only get in the way of our probing the secrets of the arcane. Now I am not so sure. We have given up an entire platform to the honored dead and are preparing a second. Other Other platforms have winked out, taking their secrets with them as there are too few of us to maintain them. I fear in time there will only be the five that the masters first created still remaining. Year 204, month 3, day 22. I am the last. All of my companions have been claimed by age or accident. We realize that our glorious isolation, although useful in protecting our secrets, has been perhaps too complete. No new apprentices appear to take our places. Now, in the end, my companions lie in their eternal sleep, and I will join them soon. I will lie in my sarcophagus and levitate the cover. When my life is spent and my magic fades, it will drop to seal me in. Unless the sanctity of our sleep is disturbed, the masters promised us that. Well, at least in that much, I can offer respect to those that would seek to fulfill their duties even after death. Such a sad time back then. Yeah, their end just came delayed by several centuries than the mages in the Campo Magno. Perhaps, Arlen, in time, maybe you might want to go back there and see what you might be able to uh, rekindle the magic there. Certainly those uh, sorcerers of the seas might be interested in knowledge such as this, but... I would offer caution in revealing your new treasure until you can really say for certain whether you trust them or not. And perhaps think twice upon the promise of a tower of your own, for it seems like the wielders of magic seem to want to isolate themselves 
by design or otherwise, perhaps you don't want the fate of isolation yourself. Yes, it's... I don't know about the rest of you, but I definitely got chills from that. Um, especially with the line about using the staff of Neilon correctly. I don't know what the um, consequence might be in using it incorrectly. Um, I think it would be prudent in our travels until we finally reach the pinnacle of wherever our travels take us to carve out a little bit of time every now and again for you to practice handling that item. I think that would be for the best. I nominate Surzak to get practiced on. <laughs> I accept. Excellent. Well, let's be off. Let's be honest. Arlen misses enough as it is. Can we try something that can't just dance between the flames? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think in another universe, Arlen would be a stormtrooper. He's one now. Actually, he's a uh, wild magic trooper. But feel yeah. the love. Feel the love. Sometimes it feels like a dagger in the back, but it's all love. Very good. Anyway, so back to the uh, present, so to speak. Um, you're standing on the shore there, and um, Creval, you notice that... Um, the shoreline seems disturbed. Um, you remember when you went to uh, the uh, old ruined capital and there were stone quays that stood out into the water. Stone quays that could hold 100 ships. Mm -hmm. um, now that you look at it, you realize that what initially seemed to be perhaps coral reefs or something similar, maybe a jumble of stones, um, now that you've looked at it again, you realize that there were quays here too, not so many. I mean, maybe four or five of them, but they, they also stuck out a good deal into the water, at least initially. You can, because you, you, every once in a while you just see the top of one appear as the trough of a fairly large wave uh, crests over it and uh, exposes it. But now that you take a look around, there are piles of stones right on the edge of the canopy here right on the edge of all of the tropical foliage and there is uh you can see footprints as if people have been arriving to uh go drop these stones here and they're you know bits of the um basalt from the very neck of the island where the the uh monarch's uh castle or tunnel or whatever you want to call it palace is and um you can actually see now that you're, you're taking a, a, another look that one of these quays is beginning to appear above the water right at the shoreline as if people are coming down and dumping it in there. Um, they mm. haven't actually gone as far as Mason's work. Right now it seems like they're just you know piling the stones up to extend it into the water again. But it's as if someone is trying to build a dock here again. Is there enough uh, tracks in the sand to see which direction they traveled? Oh, yeah. yeah roll me a uh, survival with advantage. used to be able to read small writing nine thank you 19 okay um yeah no trouble there at all um the uh they do mill about a lot around this uh pile of stones but then also you see they just kind of um funnel 
into a gap in the trees. And sure enough, you know, in the shade of the trees where it was kind of difficult to see in the hot, hot sun outside on the on the beach, there is, in fact, a trail there and a fairly wide one. And speaking of wide ones, um, it occurs to you very quickly that these are very large footprints. They appear to be humanoid. Like um, monarch size? My, like monarch size. Although, to... although, roll for me another survival one, uh, this time not with advantage. 22. Oh, yes. Um, you can't help but notice that, you know, even despite the fact that the sand tends to fill in mm-hmm. the uh, footprints and they tend to, to blur over time, there are some that are smaller and some that are larger, as if there are multiple feet that are making these. Multiple large feet. Yes. All, all of them storm giant size. yes. I think we should uh, go check on our friend. Uh, Galchabar's note to me stated that he might know of this horseshoe island that I'm actually looking for because I know it's not this one. When we get there, Nolan, I would appreciate if you would take to talking to him. You seem to have built a report and actually seem to have moved him from his funk. Of I, course. I worry that if I do it, I might misstep and put us back some paces. Um, and can we see the fluted mountaintop? Of well, the the spire of Inturus yeah. is visible from all over the island because it sticks okay. so far. I mean, it, it sticks a, you know, like a thousand feet up in the air. And so it's you, no trouble seeing where it is. And let's not uh, forget this is the home of your pet, so we need to be on guard. So take the heading and head off into the jungle. Very good. Okay, so and you... St- welcome to the jungle. Yes. So it's I worse will, here every day. Mm-hmm. I will take a moment and become tranquil. Very good. You're getting better at that. Okay, so you start to head off into the innards of the island there. And um, this is very similar to your last experience before where, you know, you can hear squawks and screeches of the uh, dinosauria that you ran into far off in the distance here and there. The place is full of life. Jade, were you with us the last time we were here? I don't think so. Are you familiar with this type of terrain? The jungle? Mm. She's a mountain cat. Well, you know. Forest. Okay, well, we're much more uh, aware of the dangers this place can sit, but still uh, give her a brief rundown of what we encountered before. So uh, it took us, did it take us two days last time we got here? Well, you wandered around a good deal. Okay, well, this time we have to wander, so yeah. let's... Uh, be aware of Thrax's cousins and larger, and let's see what we find. And actually, speaking of Thrax's cousins, um, you're going for all of about 10 minutes where you cross a uh, small um, clearing area. And it seems like, yeah, cousins of, of Thrax just kind of skitter, you know, as if you surprise them off into the, uh, off into the underbrush. Although I must say they're a good twice the size of Thrax's. So um, he, he seems to be a very small version of his particular, um, you know, breed there oh. uh, but your your uh, approach does seem to startle them so and uh, as you're going along everybody roll for me perception again i think it's unfair that adrian gets two chances to beat me <laughs> i think it's wonderful yeah, you would 24 28 23 18 14 I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Two. A nine. A nine, okay. So, Arlen's so awesome. You step in the pile of dino yeah. doo-doo. Yeah. Arlen is, is just constantly being hit in the face by uh, the palm fronds and so forth, and is just completely distracted. But, Adri, 
you feel a vibration, a periodic vibration in the soles of your shoes. Okay, like footstep periodic? If it is footsteps, it's something enormous. And it's getting stronger. I'm going to raise a hand up um, and I'm going to basically just ask Graval, do you feel that? Now that you mention it. Yes. Um, might be prudent to hunker down and see what's coming. It feels like it's approaching from the um, It's getting more powerful, yes. Let's let's err on the side of caution. This could be our monarch. This could be another one of those large lizards. Mm. I'm going to hide. Yeah, I think, okay. I think I will too. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Um, I want to hide kind of up in a tree a little. Or maybe that seems like a bad idea with a large thing. That's just basically a popsicle stick to yeah. a Tyrannosaurus, you know? Okay. Adrian, can I implore you to use yeah, your abilities? Yep, 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 yep. Um, I'm going to go hide in bush. I can what? do that. <laughs> no, I was asking if you do pass without trace. I agree. Especially for some people that can't roll stealth real well. Yeah, okay. Um, I'll do I'll do pass without a trace, <laughs> too. You. Just making sure I'm putting myself where everybody's touched by that I, okay. I hate to say it but Arlen rolls so bad that that might break that spell from the multiverse permanently well it, it did last time in the, in the cloud giants castle so okay anyway so is everyone going to uh, be, uh, be a, a flaming coward and, That's and a hide key points we're, we're being well, prudent and wise it. oh that, that too yeah I, I never run out of key points yeah. like I, I've never had an encounter where I've used all of my key points and then after short day. rest you get them back yeah so it's <laughs> Might as well. Is that Key the for everybody. For yeah. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um everybody roll for me a stealth roll. And to so we see get plus what? what's happening. Plus ten addition to oh. whatever your other bonuses are. Ooh, so I get plus twenty to what I roll. Yeah. Oh good same. lord. Oh, that's only I rolled a two. So twenty two. <laughs> I got a, I got a little bit higher at thirty nine. So my first roll. got a thirty nine. Uh, so I'm, I'm in heavy armor, so I have disadvantage. So my first roll was a natural 20. Ooh. Wah, 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 my wah. second roll was also critical. Oh. You got two? A critical failure? I got a 12. Okay. Well, I rolled a two, but I got a 22. Ah, we both get 22. With my massive bonus of plus three and your, your uh, skill, I got a 32. Nice. And in, in, uh, did Arlen beat a, a 12? I don't want to talk about it. No, <laughs> um, no I, I got a 16. Okay. Um, interestingly enough, so uh, the vibration that the two of you noticed, all of a sudden, or sooner or later, all of you can notice, and you actually feel and hear the heavy footfalls of some large creature. Um and does it feel t-rex large we've all felt that um it actually it is bringing back memories of your fight with the t-rex that you had with the uh the hunter and sure enough at the other end of the clearing that you're in um a large head parts the foliage and it is in fact a t-rex and it steps into the clearing and then just stops and kind of lowers down into kind of an aggressive stance and you can just see its nostrils opening wider as it inhales. And its head starts panning left and right as it continues to breathe. And Cotter? Yeah. Roll for me survival, which might be an ironic term. In you this should case. ease off on the cologne, bud. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's that rose soup again. 
That's a seven. Okay. Then, yeah, nothing occurs to you, but actually everybody else roll for a uh, survival roll. Why can't I be in combat right now? 20. Five. 24. 29. 14. I rolled a natural 20. Okay. So um, the three at this end of the table, you suddenly realize that the wind as this uh, creature has come into the clearing has shifted. And it's now at your backs. And Cotter, the Tyrannosaurus, you just see his beady eyes turn and just fixate on the bush that you're hiding behind. And it charges. And we need everyone to roll initiative as this thing comes charging at you. I, I want my natural 20 for attack. So Jade. <laughs> uh, 21. Okay. And Creval. Nine. And Cotter. And Arlen. Three. Hold up your end of the bargain as usual. Very good. And uh, Sorzak. Fifteen. And Adri. Twenty-three. Okay. So as usual, it's the Adri-Jade-Claw duel to see who gets the top of the list. Um, but anyways, it start, the uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex is charging right at the bush that Cotter is hiding behind. You get to go first, Adri. What are you going to do? Um, I would like to, um, okay. (laughs) I am struggling to visualize this though. Like where am I in relation to the T-Rex? Okay. So you are all on basically imagine on on the South end of a clearing and it is basically on the North end of the clearing and is charging right upon you. Um, and it's probably about 30 feet away at this point in time. The clearing was not all that big. Okay. Um, dappled sunlight, would you say? Um, very bright sunlight, but yes, definitely dappled here under okay. the, the foliage oh, itself. Oh, please do the Bucky um, Bronco thing. So if I were to say with as Although high of... the the uh, T-Rex itself, because it's in the clearing, is in, in the bright light. You okay. guys are all in, in the shadowy parts. I should clarify um, that. Though, would I be able to like... I mean, I could get over here pretty easily. Um, if I were to, you could yawn and get over there. <laughs> you I could mean, just sprint there. I'm thinking that's what I'll do. Well, I don't even have to sprint. I yeah, have 55 is my base speed, <laughs> so I could. <laughs> so I, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to I'm think like what a, I, what I want with to my do. My massive speed of 30, I'm offended. <laughs> yeah, what I want to do is I want to go over there and I want to just get on the T-Rex. Because what's it gonna what's it gonna do? Bite me or like claw me if I'm on the back of its head, like this tiny little arms. So, Mister, uh, shake you uh, off and stomp you. It, it could try. Out of um, turn order, am I able to like speak during this, or do you I? You guys to... can all yell at each other. Okay. So I I just shout, "This is an innocent creature. Everyone, stand behind me." Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. So. <laughs> Adrian, no I'm already one. going Team extreme. Yeah, so I'm gonna. You, you tried Sorzak. You tried. You okay. tried. You tried. Um, you're gonna go before me, so feel bad. Seven, eight, nine. 
I got like to here, which I would still have ten feet of movement, can I like get on the back of its head and then shoot in the what, back what of its is, head? What does the getting on a larger creature thing say? Um, I think it's is Wasn't it act, is. Is it the same as grappling rules where it's no, athletics you, versus you, you their? This is what you did with the giants, and it was like a, your acrobatics, acrobatics versus his just athletics. Just athletics. It cost you yeah. any movement to do so, that. Right. Well, and that's why I'm thinking, like, if I get over here, I can I can get there faster. Are you just trying to get even. advantage? I mean, I could I could I'm, shadow melt, but then I could well, also no, because you already have it because you're hidden. Right. But yeah. if I use flurry of blows, then I I would chew up my bonus action doing dash instead of. Oh yeah. And if she's on it, that it can't bite her. I got you. Yeah. It would have to shrug her off. Yeah, just going to do that scene from like the when the five arm, or not the five armors, when they're fighting the giant mastodons. Mastodons, she's winging up. Yeah. It still only counts as one. Where, where was that getting on a larger creature? I, Is that in the Dungeon Master's Guide? It's been a while since I've it's tried been a to while. climb on a giant monster. It's been an entire castle ago. Okay, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Climb on a bigger creature. Just creature. for all the listeners, there's only one other if person one that watches Critical wants to Role, but she's creature. giving me fist bumps with every one of these. It can do so by grappling. A smaller, yeah. medium creature has a little chance of making a successful grapple against a huge or gargantuan creature. However, unless magic is granted, the grappler's supernatural might. It's an alternative suitably large opponent can be treated as a terrain for purposes of jumping onto its back or clinging to a limb. After making any ability check necessary to get into position on the larger creature, the smaller creature uses action to make a strength or dexterity check contested by the target's dexterity or, or dexter, dexterity attack. If it wins a contest, the smaller creature can successfully move onto the creature's space and clings to its body. Well, isn't isn't grappling, it's athletics versus the creature that you're trying to grapple. Acrobatics, grab. acrobatics yeah. or athletics. Yeah. So would it be my acrobatics versus this because of um, what I'm doing? Well, you're, you're clinging to it. You're trying to pull yourself up it like you're okay, climbing. Okay, so it would be athletics. Yeah, then. so it would be okay. an athletics check. Um, can move around the space. Treating the space is a difficult terrain. Large creature's ability to attack the smaller creature depends on the smaller creature's location. Um, you know, there's a good chance we're just going to kill this thing in one round, right? Yeah. It's unnecessary to kill this creature. Well, we don't know what you're going to do yet, Celestial One. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, our... Okay. I yeah, mean, so you're going to have to make a, an athletics check to be able to climb. How far away is it bed. from any trees? Um, basically, it's now charged halfway down into this clearing, so it's about 30 feet on all sides to okay. it right now. Bummer. All right, um, I'm going to... Or you could just get behind me and we could not murder an innocent creature. Nah. Um, I'm going <laughs> to move... One, Your heritage three, is speaking four. loudly. Five. I'm going to move to here. To be fair, this is not Arlen's favorite cow we're looking at. I'm going to shoot it twice. Okay. And then do some other stuff. Yeah. Um, Will she get advantage because she was hidden for this first shot? That doesn't. No, she no. bolted out of the clearing. Um, that's 18 to hit. And 18 absolutely hits because, of course, okay. it's just a big lizard. 11. Hey, I resemble that remark. Okay. And then 22 to hit. For another nine, so 20 points of damage. Okay. Um, and then that was six, seven, eight, nine. I'm going to climb on it. Okay, give me a um, athletics check. Luck point. Oh, oh. my God. She's no, I, back, I, I baby. Don't, I, don't, I don't think I, I, don't think I make that. What'd you do? Uh, ten. Ten? It, believe it or not, it's a tie. Oh, that's we hilarious. Have re, we have to re roll because apparently it was stumbling Rolls into the clearing. Is- <gasps> Look, point. <laughs> I, oh my god! <laughs> I really want to do this. Why would it let me do it? Because sort of a um, bad luck point. Because really. you don't realize it, but this is the T Rex of Windows. Okay. 
Seven. Yeah, I was gonna say involves jumping. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, you try to get uh, purchase on its thorny hide, and it, it's just it's just such smooth rippling muscles that you okay. just can't yeah. even get a hold of it. Well, in frustration, then I'm gonna use my bonus action to just punch it twice. Okay. So you're just gonna kick it in the butt. Yeah. Basically. Very blows. Yeah. Uh, do 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 nineteen. Uh, for six points of damage, and then another thirteen. Thirteen doesn't uh, actually hits exactly. Okay. I was gonna say it uh, yeah, Six points of damage. So. Okay. Still okay. Did, like, so thirty-two points of damage. Adrian just bangs it up yeah. pretty good and kicks it in the butt, and then Jade, you get to go. You could just stand behind me, <laughs> and not murder an innocent creature, Ranger. I I love Ooh. how confident you are, but let's be honest, you don't even know if what you're about to do is gonna work. It will work. I'll be like thirty feet behind him. But I can still be able to shoot him. Hold your action in case he fails. I could. Nah. Go. You can do okay. it. I'm going to shoot him with sharpshooter. Because without it, I would just hit automatically. <laughs> I should have not well, done hold that. On. Just do the math. <laughs> Don't count it out. Plus Thir- nine. 13 was the... Yeah, it's 11. Rolled a 2. No, you send one wide, and you're all amazed at watching Jake Claw miss for the first time in a long time. No, that's not true. (laughs) I missed last fight. And then I'll shoot again. There you go. uh, That was an entire reality ago. Okay. For like 25 to hit. Okay, that one does hit. Forgot to cast my stuff. Again. For 17 points of damage. Okay. Well, that's not... Not that, too shabby. But that is the gift of sharpshooter. You could literally just hit even minimum damage, <laughs> no spell helping. You hit as hard as you normally do, yeah. normally with two hits. So that's not bad. Okay, good. And then, Sorzak, what sort of cockamamie thing do you <laughs> have in mind? I'm just gonna walk right in front of it, and it's just gonna oh. <laughs> God, I hope not. And if this thing can understand any language, presumably it can speak amongst its own kind. It's it's an animal. Yes, but animals can understand language. All I have to do is speak to something that can understand a language. Okay, go for it. Okay. And being all peaceful, I just say, Dude. Just leave, (laughs) my friend, and no more harm will be done to you. Okay. Are you going to do anything else, or are you just going to... I'm going to stand right in front of it. Okay. And... Um, it basically takes no notice of you, aside of the fact that there's something in its way. Um, mm-hmm. appar- apparently, dinosaurs don't speak a language. Weird. So they weird can't communicate amongst giant, themselves. Weird that a giant lizard wouldn't be able to understand what the hey, man's saying. Hey, I'm right here. <laughs> it all has to speak my intent. Oh, my gosh. Do, 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 do. All right. Okay. I'm just gonna stare it down. I'm peaceful. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm gonna let it have but a chance have to your, leave. You have your sanctuary going too, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a good thing. Anyway, so um, all of a sudden it wheels about and uh, turns on Adri, who uh, has been doing massive damage to it, and attempts to bite you, Adri. <laughs> Adri snack. That's a 19 to hit you. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, D12s. Cool. God. If you just stayed behind me, we could have managed yeah, this. Yeah, because your plan went so well. What? <laughs> we could have managed it. Go stand and talk to it. Well, now that you've talk aggravated it. it. So, um, 
That's 34 points of damage as it bites you. And then Sorzak, it swings its tail around as it does that and tries to hit you with it. It must make a wisdom saving throw. Mm -hmm. Because Sorzak didn't actually attack. Yep. And that is an 18. Does that do it? Yes. Okay. (laughs) How does this unwise thing do it? This thing is dumb. It has a wisdom of nature. Pure animalistic rage. That's okay. What? So it makes it, but now it has to roll the hit. Um, this one isn't nearly so good, and that's only a 15 to hit, which I do not believe hits you. It just goes over my head. Yeah, so you, and you I feel it. no anger towards this yes. innocent creature. Yeah, it's just, just I think a... Adrian might now that it's currently in its mouth. Well, is it grappling? How, how is the dental work in there? Actually, he has several crowns. Are it's you being not... grappled by this he thing? Must have a, he must have a pretty good just, dental plan. I have plan. no idea. I was just making a joke there. Okay, and then Cotter. It's uh, snacking on your uh, one of your monks. The other one is just kind of sitting there going, good dinosaur, pretty dinosaur. And uh, what are you going to do? Okay. Um, I guess that uh, going forth and smacking it is a pretty reasonable option. Mm-hmm. So I shall. Uh I will pull out the sword that lights on fire. Okay. This time, instead of the warhammer, and I will light it on fire. Push. As a bonus action, and then my attacks. First attack is an eighteen to hit. An eighteen does hit. Um, how strong do we think this creature is? Probably a lot. Probably pretty big. It did forty twelve of bite damage, and then whacked for more damage with its tail. And I, mean, I will start off with the third level Divine Smite. <laughs> so one, one for the hit, one because I'm cool. One for the smite, plus three is 68 plus 2d6. <laughs> He's carrying the one, so it must have been pretty good. Yeah. I mean, not really. Uh, it's he rolled 68 and got three ones. Of Radiant and uh, slashing damage. So you did as much as Adri did in in three hits in one hit. That wasn't very good. And then wow. four points of fire damage. That's so that wasn't mean. Adri that does great damage. Yes. <laughs> she did do great damage, and he did great damage in one hit. Not doing too well. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Did you catch that four fire yes, damage? Yes. Okay. And then it. I attack again. That is ah uh, um a uh, twenty eight to hit. Uh yeah, that might hit. Should I do it again? Do you think? Friend? You're the Palin brother. We're just we're just playing in your world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, this is actually your world. My world comes later. That's true. Mm. He's correct in that. Dang it! I couldn't get to the unmute button fast enough. <laughs> I was gonna make that joke. Yeah. Okay. Um. I guess I'll. Should I? I'll do it again. Sure. So it's another sixty-eight plus two D six. I told somebody at my table just the other day that if they're going to play a paladin, I was going to give them a calculator. That's better. Uh, a palculator. Do, I, do you want me to separate fire damage? Uh, you do not need to, no. Okay. It's, it's just a big lizard. It all takes damage the same. Hey, we have one right here. That is a 44 this Some time. Respect. 44, huh? Wow, okay. Yep. That, that, that's a bit better. That's more what I was okay, thinking. Okay, and that, that seems to stagger it pretty good as the, you know, the explosion of radiant power against it. Okay. Uh, is that it? That is it. Okay, and speaking of big lizards, what is Craval going to do? How bad is Adri looking? I'm, I'm, I'm good. 
Well, you got hit 4d12. I didn't actually hit the, hear the amount. I missed it. I took 34 points of damage, but I mean. She stops. I'm okay. I'm okay. All right. Um, she is yet hail. Yeah. It's about a flesh wound. Yeah, right. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Not quite flanking, I see, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'm going to swing my glaive at it. Okay. 28. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, my glaive is not on fire, though. <laughs> but... You can smite it. <laughs> I just, uh, no, I don't want to make Bryce feel bad. Um, 1d10 because I'm glaive. 1d8 because I'm cool. Oh, um, we got two cool people. Yes. And one third level spell slot. That could have been better. Eight points of slashing. 21 points of radiant. Okay. And are you going to use lethal damage against this creature or not? Actually, yes. Simply because I want to bring a gift for the giant. Okay. So, um, yeah, you just see Creval jump up and he just comes down with the uh, the uh, glaive and there's just catches the cardioid artery there on the, uh, on the neck and just there's a spray of blood that just cascades across the uh, floor near nearly hitting you there adri luckily you step back in time and you just see the tyrannosaurus make a couple of steps sideways and just collapse to the ground yeah we didn't give and get even through that round no it's just oh team yeah. yes, as, as usual Ireland didn't even get a chance to to uh to strike when the paladins are around um i will walk over to adri and drop all 10 points of lay on hands into her that i have Thank Just you. Bring much. it up a little bit. And um, 10 just a few minutes with the glaive to actually. We're not anywhere close to his his uh, place of residences, are we? No, you 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 got to figure you're going to get there at the end of the day if if you march steadily through the forest. <sighs> Crud. You want a tooth? No, I say this was unnecessary. Yes or no? It was going to eat us. It is. It is absolutely admirable to try another way. Not everything. Sometimes a simple law of nature is just the law of nature. Um, yeah, nature. As we're all like unnaturally hitting it with extra magic and things. Yeah, nature. Hey, my magic's natural. I will take just, a, just a brief time to uh, cut a couple of uh, meaty chunks off for later, and then uh, we're gonna get the get the giblets. Basically, but uh, I'll leave the teeth intact. So he pulls out a liver the size of a small Volkswagen. Ah, well, high in iron. Yes. Uh. Arlen, if we're while we're walking the jungle, if you see any onions, let me know. And say so let's uh, got you. this will um this will draw bigger prey. So we should move. Um, I dare say there isn't much prey bigger than this. There is prey. always something mm-hmm. bigger. Case in point, the person we're going to go see. Are we still close to the water? 
you've been walking for a, a little while. I mean, you're you're not okay. terribly close. Uh, what did you have in mind? Cleaning Adria and myself. Uh, well, there's you know little rivulets, little streams that flow down yeah, from just, the just uh, to get the blood off from the peak and so forth that uh, you know make their way to the the ocean. So you're you're bound to co- come across one of those. And yeah, just to get within the, the next off. hour at least. Okay, and the meat will go in the bag of holding to keep it fresh. There we good. It's the way of life, Noel. We can always try for peace, and I'm always behind that. War should always be the last answer, but honor it by consuming it and respecting it and move on. And when you look at a Tyrannosaurus, you think dark meat, right? You know? I do. No. You know, I haven't eaten in quite some time. I'm beginning to to forget what it's like. You know, just because you don't have to doesn't mean you can't enjoy it every now and again. There, uh, there are a few things. This is true. There this are a few true. things better in life than simple pleasures, and one of the simplest ones is actually partaking of a meal that you brought down yourself. There's, it's, it's much spiritualistic as it can be, cathartic. We're monks. We don't do fun, catharsis like eating food. I <laughs> respectfully disagree with you, Adri. Otherwise, you would not have that snow owl on your shoulder. Yeah, I mean, I still have to eat, so. Yes, but you were quite waging the war up with the giants. We'll, and we'll rehash the fun times there as we walk. <laughs> so we move on. Yes. Yes. So you begin to, to go deeper, deeper into the uh, into the uh, woods there. As we go, I'm going to reclaim a third level spell slot from the Pearl Necklace, assuming that it also. Um, regained all of his charges when we went through the portal? Yes, when you got through the portal, it's as if you stepped fresh as a daisy from the top of the tabaxi treehouse. Sounds great. Then I reclaim my third level spell slot. So we have like all of our items still, right? Like if I used arrows, I have max arrows? Yes. Um, It's as if a copy of you was put into each one of these. Uh, Two things. As rem- and just for later, I'm just going to make mention of now, so if I remember it, um, I will respectfully this time ask Arlen to use the bowl of scrying later tonight. And then while we're walking, I would like to use the stone of sending just to check in with Kava. Okay. And what, what do you want to do with the rocky talkie? Literally just that, say, sister, I'm just checking in to see how you are. Sister, I am just checking in to see how you and the clan fares. We have much to discuss. I only have one more word after that, so. Wait, isn't it 25? Yeah, but that was 24. Oh. No cheating players. Could we dupe items? With yeah. The, with the, like, well, resetting? Uh, in a whole different world, um, artificers can make those. I'm, I mean, like, if, since you're the real one, real one and if we give you items and go into the next world and we have all our items but you have more no i think it, i think if like if i were to give the rocky talkie to arlen he would have the rocky talkie in his inventory that's just it so no we're not gonna not or gonna but pull. if he gives you like the staff and we go we're into not, the next no. world now we have two staffs I would have this, kneeling no, there that's an op breakage of the game we're not going to be doing the well you might get a staff but not the staff it's sort of like the infinity stones don't carry through like that so we can't just restaff our whole party that way? No. Well, we could restaff them, but there would only be one powerful staff. Because the rest would be, can be pretty only sticks. One. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could use a couple of pretty sticks to bring back to like a house party. You could. 
If we make it back. Because there ain't no party like a beige house party, because a beige house party don't stop. We only stop for a short period of time in case of undead abomination attack. Technically, a beige house party never starts either. Yes, so you do get a response back. Okay. Curious about the much to do. She says that we have much to discuss as well, but everything seems well. The dwarves have left because of the snows. Um, the snows have descended, so the upper passes will be irreachable. Doesn't seem like anything bad's happening. What happens when, we, when I see them again will be another question, but for now. If we see them again. But let's continue. Yes. Not Someone's like, got to have some perspective. Not like you to be morose. Well, I'm saying if we're going to be slaying innocents this way, you know, perhaps. But anyways, we move on. Hmm. What defines it? But they were delicious innocents. There's a difference there. Anyway, so you continue on into the jungle, um, and the um, heat of the hands. afternoon begins to become steamy and almost unbearable, as it was the last time you were here. And you notice all of a sudden that there is a tree that's been hewn down over there. You know, the tree is gone. The stump is remains. Mm-hmm. And... Then there's another one that's like half chopped through mm-hmm. as if the workers stopped at this point in time. And and uh, then you you uh, move a little further along and the path widens out with these cleared trees. And um, after a short time, you find a stack of uh, piled trees that have all been limbed. And um, the from there, the path becomes basically a broad avenue where they've not only have they... Um, chopped the trees down but they've also in fact pulled the stumps up and and then filled the holes in to make a broad avenue as if it's heading towards the sea from the mountain itself oh shoot where are the trees at apparently someone's making a road or a pathway i must uh to quote a monk i know i'm quite intrigued well not anymore there are no more trees well there's still plenty of trees on either side but they've well these trees these trees just leaved yes Anyway, and you can't help but notice that this is basically going arrow straight all the way towards the mountain. And uh, as the uh, sun begins to set behind you, after, after all, this is October even down here in the tropical regions and night comes earlier, um, you basically crest a small rise. And looking in front of you, there is the mountain. Uh, obviously, it's been getting bigger and bigger this whole time. But where there was just the gateway into the side of the mountain, there are now structures, three or four of them, and evidence of at least another half a dozen being built, as if someone has been building, uh, you know, houses or buildings on either side. They're still pretty rough. They don't seem they've been finished, but um, it's impossible not to notice that these are giant-sized the doors are 20 feet tall and uh, windows are, you know, good eight feet tall, even on the smallest ones. And the buildings themselves are about 25 feet tall, but as if someone has been constructing dwellings and then you notice a giant sized figure exit one of the buildings and then walk into the large archway there. And that's when you notice that there are two guards Storm giant guards, one standing on either side of the archway that nod to the person going inside. 
and that's where we're going to stop today. Dungeon Master's Notes. And stick around for a word from one of our friends. Okay, well, uh, this is a device that I have employed several times on the podcast here, where I will rerun either an encounter or a monster that the party has faced previously, uh, but now they're a higher level. And uh, the reason's pretty plain and simple. Uh, makes the party feel like they are more powerful creatures. Uh, seeing us are facing something that maybe was a challenge in the past. Uh, this actually was born out of listening to a discussion that Rodrigo had over on the Critical Hit podcast, where he and another dungeon master were discussing, and their conclusion was that leveling up was really, uh, for lack of a better term, an illusion. Because as you go up in levels, you start facing creatures that are higher level, so they'll be an appropriate challenge. So you're equally as challenged if you're first level or fifth level or 15th level, um, unless you're facing creatures that are less powerful than you. In which case, you get to run roughshod at them, kind of like they did here. Uh, the party was able to finish off the Tyrannosaurus, which they had previously faced on the previous trip to this island. And this time, didn't even get all the way through a round of combat before they just completely pounded it into the earth. So uh, they get a chance to feel much more powerful than they did previously, because they are much more powerful than they were previously. But anyways, the party is here on the island. They have made it to the center of the island. And what's this? There are signs of civilization. There are actually more giants here, not just a brooding, depressed king sitting in his solitude. What does this mean? Well, we'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, rate us and subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss an episode. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com with questions or comments. Follow us at Relic of the Past or Relic of the Past Podcast on your social media feeds. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. Fireball Forge and How Not to DM proudly present their very first Kickstarter, Too Hot, One Shot. Can you survive the spicy gauntlet and emerge victorious? If you love hot food, action, and adventure, you'll love Too Hot, One Shot. Eat spicier and spicier food in real life to give your character a better chance of success in the game. Guaranteed to create amazing videos to send to family and friends or share online. Spice up your next home game night with fun new rules and an original 5e adventure, or snag the basic rules for any other TTRPG. There are also awesome tiers with VTT maps and tokens, your name in the thank you section, and even a custom t-shirt from Gemmed Firefly. Too Hot One Shot is currently fully funded and burning towards stretch goals now. Check out the episode notes for a link or search Too Hot One Shot on Kickstarter.